Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selected Bet and I'm joined by Greg Brown for a quick fire look ahead to this week's Scottish card. How's it going, Greg? Very well, thank you. Very jealous that you're enjoying the sunshine in sunny Mallorca, is it? Hence the reason why it's a quick fire look ahead. You are, you're keeping me from my sangria and my San Miguel at the moment, so we'll have a very quick look ahead to what's Very dedicated, very dedicated. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very professional and all that. Um, uh, anyway, we'll have a very quick look at uh, this week's fixtures. We focus as ever on the Premiership when it's the last round of fixtures before the split. Um, before we get there, a wee recap on last week, and we can't start anywhere else other than Div who hit us with a 30-1 winner last he weekend. He did. Played we, to the man. We've even invited him back. <laughs> He's going to dine on that forever, I think, <laughs> that 30-1 yeah, shot. Yes. So the plan now is we have to beat that between you, myself, yourself, between, between um, and any guests that we have, have on the podcast. They have to beat the 30-1 winner from, from yeah, Dev. So well done to Dev. But yeah, it was a good podcast again last week. We had Dundee bet builder um, with Aberdeen came in. St. Johnson bet builder also landed. And we had a cards angle from the old firm game on Sunday coming too. So again, a profitable weekend and hopefully some of the guys were on the, the 30 to one draw treble from the championship. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it's been threatening for a while that uh, draws line up in the, the championship and looking at the fixtures again this weekend, the, the championship looks like there could be another uh, handful <laughs> of draws in there as well. Yeah, it's such a tight league. It's um, ridiculous really. There's not much between the sides at all. Uh, yeah. Draw is very much the, the key theme this season in the championship. Yeah, but it almost feels like a bit like the crucial end of season round of fixtures this weekend, even though it's not. It's the end of the regular season, I suppose, and it's the last weekend before the split. Still lots to play for. Um, I think there's still, what, six teams? Seven teams, uh, seven teams up for grabs. Even Lowly St Mirren have a chance. Yeah, still have a chance. For... In. The permutations, <laughs> though, are quite incredible. Uh, yeah. I think for some clubs, it's, it's very straightforward. Yeah. Uh, when then you're in the top six, but for other clubs like Aberdeen, who we'll touch upon in a second, they are requiring a win for themselves and results to go their way. And that, that's, that's the same right. for St So there's going to be lots of changing. I'd, I'd imagine at some point over that day on Saturday, there's going to be three or four different teams in the top six. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of the last three spots. We'll maybe touch on it uh, once we get to the game, but a curious anomaly of the fixtures and the fact that Rangers are in Europe at European action tonight means that St Mirren actually don't play until Sunday. I'm not sure if that, I guess it does hand them an advantage, but it's probably unfair on the rest of the teams. Uh, possibly. It's probably worked out quite well that St Mirren are, you know, they're not in pole position. No, they're definitely not. Of all the clubs who are vying for a top six place, St Mirren are requiring the biggest um, yeah. miracle really they have to win hope for two draws between Motherwell and Livingston Ross County Aberdeen um, so, so probably hearts to beat Hibs as well so very very unlikely I think it'll be out of St Mirren's hands probably. hopefully on Sunday um, Rangers do the business and we can then start clawing the gap on that 10 spot Oft fighting talk. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that very briefly. Uh, but yeah, you've mentioned a few teams where it's kind of out of their ha- out of their hands, and Aberdeen and Ross County are two such teams. Both teams obviously need to win, but even then, they still need results to go their way. Uh, they meet at Petodre on Saturday. Yeah, bitterly disappointing for Aberdeen last weekend uh, to take the lead twice 
at away to Dundee. Uh, they had a cracking following through at Dens Park last weekend. They, they went 2-1 up with, what, 10 minutes to go? Mm. Couldn't hold on. Dundee, who, who, to be fair to Dundee, I've given Dundee a lot of jip over the last two or three weeks, but they keep battling away. Uh, they they cl- claimed another point, but saying that, though, they're now six points behind St Johnston, who have a better goal difference too. So time really is running out for Dundee. But in terms of Aberdeen, massively disappointing. They now need to beat Ross County on Saturday and also hope that Motherwell beat Livingston and hope that Hibs don't beat Hearts. I think yeah. that's right. <laughs> I think for Ross County, it's fairly straightforward for them. I think if they win, they go top six. I might be wrong. I think you are wrong because I think there's still a scenario so where the United, Motherwell and Hibs could all win, which would keep Ross County in seventh. There's going to be probably dozens of permutations, isn't there, on, on yes. these. But in terms of Aberdeen <laughs> themselves... Far home, too many for a guy that's went to Perth Academy. To <laughs> exactly. <work out. laughs> for Aberdeen, obviously I've, I've crucified their away form um, this season because it's been disgraceful. Like 1-1-19 one, one now, I think it is, away from home, which is a disgrace. However, at home, at Pataudry, they've actually got the fourth best record in the league at home. Seven wins, four draws and just four defeats. So they've actually picked up 25 of their 36 points at home. Um, and they'll be hoping that they can continue that decent home form against Ross County. It's a tough game to call. I think Ross County, we've given a lot of opponents to them this season, Ross County. Yeah. But I just think, given the magnitude of this game for Aberdeen, they have to win this match. So regardless of what happens elsewhere, they have to win. And I'm more than happy to take them on at 5-6 to six to collect those three points. I'm going to go against you. I think Ross County at 15-4. Look the value in this game. I'm not going to put any money on it, but if you're asking me to pick you know, based on the prices, I'd rather be on Ross County at that price than an Aberdeen side who have been absolutely shambolic and untrustworthy all season to get the job done on the day yeah. they need to get it done. I'm not having it at that price. The only price. thing it's pushing me towards Aberdeen is the fact that they, they have been strong at home this season. Um, yeah. that, that was the reason why I did not back them to win at Dens last week. Um, I had a few people say to me when I tweeted about Aberdeen one win in 18 so why am I backing them in a bet builder but the bet builder was double chance yeah. so at home though they are they are better at home and I think they've got a decent record against Ross County so I do agree with you though I think Ross County are a value bet potentially but I think at 5-6 to six, it's probably big enough for me to get involved in and I'm happy to take the Aberdeen win Okay, that's why you lead this podcast and not me. <laughs> no. So <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll revisit that one. Um, Celtic v St Johnson is next on my list. Massive result for Celtic at Ibrox last week. Chance to go nine points clear after the win at Ibrox last weekend. Ahead of Rangers playing on Sunday, obviously. Your team, St Johnson, are the visitors a massive 18 to 1 to win at Celtic Park. Uh, I guess this is a free hit for you guys. Yeah, it is. It's a free hit. We've got five massive games coming up in the, the bottom half split. Obviously, we'll find out next week who will be playing. Um, no pressure on us here. I think we want to keep our goal difference um, as it is. So I don't think we want to go there and get hammered. I must admit, after last weekend's result for Celtic, will tomorrow, sorry, will Saturday be a bit flat for Celtic, maybe? Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't think... A, yeah, it's I mean, I think that's a, a reasonable... It's a reasonable question to ask. I think one thing that the Celtic fans are particularly looking forward to is the return of Kyogo, and I think that might be enough to to help them lift themselves again after such an epic performance or epic result last weekend. Yeah, you've got to hand it to them. To go a goal behind after three minutes 
you, you thought, God, it's a, the title race is back on. But yeah. all credit to, to Fossil Coggle's team. I think the league's now, for me, six points ahead, a better goal difference, even if Rangers win the old firm match after the split. I still think it's too big a gap now. So it's a gargantuan victory for Celtic. And I do yeah. think we'll get the job done on on Saturday. Obviously, corner backers will probably fill their boots again. Celtic yeah. first half corners, second half corners. Yeah, um, and so they should. Yeah, it's been a very profitable market, especially at home. We yeah. had, so I think they hit 16, was it 15 last time against Ross County, maybe? Not oh, like the last whole match. But yeah, that's probably an angle. But yeah, I, I think Celtic should win this quite comfortably. Yeah, I think the corner markets are an absolute steal this weekend for Celtic. They are 65 to win nine corners or more. They are 15 to eight to win 10 corners, sorry. Yeah, 10 corners or more and three to one to win 11 corners or more. Now they're averaging 10.67 at home. And this is a game, I think, where it's just going to be one-way traffic. Very keen to see how we set up for this match. If Callum Davison is going to see it as a free hit and kind of freshen things up. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, every manager says they'll go there and try and get a result. But what we don't want to do is go there and get, get a hammering. So um, I think we'll give Celtic a game in the fact that we won't get hammered. <laughs> so by not getting hammered, I'm talking maybe 2-0 Celtic max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think that uh, the corner bet 65 for Celtic to win nine or more corners uh, looks to me like a kind of bet of the weekend material. Yeah. Okay, we've got two uh, derbies in the Premiership as well. First one is uh, Dundee v Dundee United. Uh, I guess every game is must win for Dundee at the moment. Um, Dundee United, they are probably, well, they're sitting fourth at the moment, so they're the team that on pole position for a, a top six finish. A draw would most likely do them. Um, they could miss out, however, if they get beat and both Ross County and Livingston win. Um, I, I would say... Highly likely. Home, yeah, I'd say they're pretty much home and hosed. Yeah. Um, any, any inclination as to how this one might go in terms of the result? I think it'll be an open game. I think Dundee have shown in recent weeks that they're up for the fight. Although they're not winning games, they, they are managing to get a couple of goals. I think if Charlie Adams involved, he kind of pulls the strings for Dundee. But Dundee, as I said before, are six points behind now. We've got Celtic away, so probably not going to pick up any points there. If they get a win here, Dundee, they go three points behind us. Yeah, yeah. So it's all to play for. I would not rule Dundee out of this game. Dundee United have hardly been impressive as such um, over the last two or three weeks anyway, the last even the last month or so. So a couple of angles for this game. It's a Dundee Derby. Never known a Dundee Derby to be kicking off at three o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah. Or a Hearts Derby, to be fair. But I think there's two angles here. In terms of this game itself, there's been over 1.5 match goals now in 24, 23 of the last 27 meetings between the sides. Uh, lots and lots of goals between the two teams as well. And I think looking at the last, what... Um, the, the games that have happened at, Tyne, at, at Tannadice, there's usually goals between these two here. Mm. And I just think, given the dynamics of the game, if one team scores, then the other team, they have to get back into the match. I know that's an obvious thing to say, but given what's at stake, it's the last game before the split. Dundee are running out of games now to stay up. So there's a really cracking angle, I think, and it's on the Asian goal line. We're getting over 2 and 2.5 match goals on the Asian line at 21 to 20. So just a shade above odds against. And I, I think there's a very good chance we'll see at least two goals in this match. And if we do, we're guaranteed to get half stakes back. 
So more than happy to take this on. Yeah, and it's a it's a game with a lot at stake for both sides, I suppose. And Dundee's a team that we've highlighted from a discipline point of view this season as well, isn't it? Yeah, there's there was no shot of the candidates. The problem you've got for Dundee though is there's so many candidates for a card. <laughs> yeah, there's literally six players you could put for a card for Dundee. Sweeney, um, you've got Charlie Adam, McMillan, um, Anderson's good for a card. <laughs> there's no shortage of cards. Dundee United as well have their fair share of players too. So I think doubling that up with the Hearts-Hibs game, over 3.5 match cards double. Dundee Derby, Edinburgh Derby, over 3.5 match cards double pays just above even money. Yeah, feels pretty solid. Just on that Edinburgh Derby, 2 0 already this season. Um, I was going to ask you what, what your thoughts were on the odds for 4 0 in a season because you wouldn't put it past being another 0 0 this weekend. I often find that Edinburgh Derby is such an anti climax. Yeah. I a good yeah. Edinburgh Derby, a really open one. It's a real chugger, isn't it? It's a real, a real slog, the, yeah. the Edinburgh Derby. What it won't lack, though, is probably um, cards. <laughs> maybe free kicks, corners, but I, I don't think we'll see many goals here. I, 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 just, I think at home, you have to say Hearts are rightly favourites. They've been by far the best, the best team in Scotland this season uh, on a really good run of form at the moment, and Hibs ha- have struggled. And obviously these two meet a week on Saturday, or a week on Sunday, yeah. sorry, in terms of the Scottish Cup semi-final. So... Hard game to call, would probably ace towards Hearts to win this game, but there's probably something in there again on the bet builder from a cards and Connor's angle. Yeah, now now draw is eight to one for a third consecutive <laughs> stalemate. Uh, and I reckon that four now now draws across the season is probably about two and a half, three thousand to one. Uh, so good luck to anyone that's sitting <laughs> on that ticket from the start of the season. Uh, yeah, I think you make a good point about Hearts, and I think we can now well and truly say that the table doesn't lie. They've been by far and away the third best team in Scotland. Yeah, they really have. They've had a little sticky patch, maybe February time, but they've come out of that uh, playing really well. And yeah, they'll be looking forward to next season's European run. Yeah. So just to recap then, just on that, can a double bet, it's uh, over three and a half cards double in both the Dundee and the Edinburgh Derbys on Saturday at 11 to 10? 11 to 10. And I think I'll also have a player cards bet from both games too. So I'll probably okay. do a player cards treble from Dundee and Edinburgh Derbys and I'll put that on the channel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other game on Saturday is Livingston v Motherwell. Don't have a huge amount of notes on this one, other than that. Motherwell just needs to. Well, Motherwell just need to avoid defeat. Um, you know, and that didn't look likely a few weeks ago either. Tell you what, what a win that was last weekend. They went one 0 down home to St Mirren last weekend. Motherwell, uh, right was on the wall for their top six chances, but they've come back and they've won the game four two. Massive, massive win for Graham Alexander. Keeps him in a job. I'm not saying he would have been sacked had they lost that game, but the uh, jungle drums will be beating a lot faster and harder as they've lost that game. So avoid defeat. Livingston also in the mix. Um, Again, could be a game for cards this match. Livingston and Motherwell, two of the league's highest hatchet men in terms of booking. So very good chance we'll see cards in this match. And to be fair, there's a very good chance we'll see cards across a lot of the games on, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And Lemmy have just kind of had a bad bit of form just when they, they at least needed it. It's three defeats in a row now for them, and they're sitting eighth in the table, 37 points. So they, they need a win. Yeah, I guess the momentum, I would probably ace towards Motherwell getting a result here. 
I know Lonnie's yeah. saying at home, but it's a, it's a tough game to call. But Mother will to avoid defeat, I think it's a good shout. Yeah, and they've actually got an excellent record in this fixture. They've lost just one of the last 10 against Livingston as well. So, yeah, yeah I think you, if you're looking... Your homework yeah, in that sangria. <laughs> for having, for having no, no notes on this, I've actually <laughs> managed to, to blag that quite well there. Uh, so, yeah, Motherwell at 5-2 wouldn't be the worst bet at the weekend by the looks of it. Uh, last but not least in the, the Premiership, we've got Rangers' visit to St Mirren. Uh, again, we've kind of touched on the fact that St Mirren by Sunday will know whether they have a chance of a top six finish or whether they're, they're out of the picture. Div very kindly told us that they need Aberdeen uh, for Ross County to be a draw, yep. Motherwell to either win or draw, a Hearts win, and a St Mirren win. So that might eclipse the 3,000 to 1 that I mentioned over <laughs> 0 draws uh, in the Edinburgh Derby this weekend. But uh, yeah, interesting fixture this one. Uh, it will be really interesting to see how Rangers bounce back from last weekend's result. They've also got a tough trip to Portugal tonight in the Europa League. They're without Alfredo Morelos, who has often been their target talisman uh, throughout the season and it'll be interesting to see whether they've still got some fight in them for this Premiership or whether the heads will go down after last weekend Yeah, especially if they've got nine points clear and like you say they've got a really tough game and they're way to Braga tonight isn't it? Yeah Yeah, I mean Braga so again a bit of travel involved uh, I think Rangers if my memory serves me right recent games after European games have not went well I think they drew it home to Motherwell to three Dungeon United. Um, maybe even lost a game possibly after some recent heroics in Europe. So always, always tough to play on a Sunday after a European game. And like you say, it'd be interesting to see how they how they cope with that. But ultimately three points is an absolute must. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And again, a lot might depend on where St Mirren's heads are at come Sunday as well. You know, if they've really got something to play for then. In terms of um Stephen Robinson's tenure so far, I think it's six to be six to seven. Um I know St Mirren fans are kind of questioning some of the stuff that's coming out with the media, Stephen Robinson in terms of the squad. But again, looking like it could be another defeat for St Mirren. And I'm yeah. I'm all for that. Yeah, I mean they're only six points ahead of St Johnson, so they could get sucked into you know at least a playoff place. Yep. At this point, Div switches off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's the Premiership. We've got one more bet in the lower leagues. Very briefly, we'll cover League One, League Two. Not a lot to get excited about there this weekend. Well, just got on the usual uh, Falkirk to lose train. That's always a good place to start. Um, what a shambles they're in Falkirk. I think thirty points behind Cove. It's incredible. Uh, Cove can move a step closer to the title with three points in that game. They're even money, Cove. Yeah, great price. I have to say it's a great price. Yeah. Um, just on that note from last weekend, sorry, I know we're struggling for time, but Airdrie did the business last weekend. We were kind of worried that when every man their dog finds a bet like that, it tends to lose. But well done to Airdrie on getting another three points last weekend to keep the title race moving over. Nothing really jumping out, to be fair, from League 1 and League 2. I think Annan at home to Cowden Beath is decent. 8-13 to 13 short, but Cowden Beath are now just gearing up for that playoffs match. They're 12 points yeah. behind uh, second bottom Elgin, so uh, their season's finished in terms of the league. It's now about the playoff for them. And Annan going great guns, just that surprise defeat at home to Albion Rovers, really their only blotch on their report card over the last couple of months. Yeah, the only thing that put me off that... But that one was uh, Cowden Beath have drawn their last three. I know they're nine without a win, but as you say, they've maybe got their sights on that playoff place. They're resigned to the fact that they're going to be in that uh, playoff place. Um, but yeah, Aaron, 
I'd like a wee bit bigger than 8 to 13, but I know that you're just not going to get it. They don't deserve to be you know, no. any any bigger than that in terms of the betting, but I'm just a wee bit cautious on that one. I think I'll also just flag up the fact Kelty Hearts drew last week was suggested that they might um, take their foot off the gas a wee bit, having been crowned champions the week before. They're again a very short price at 4 to 11 to beat Stirling Albion. Our season's done. Work is done. Their heads will be on the beach, possibly. Yeah. Uh, so again, I'm not not saying they're not going to win, but at 40 11, it's just not. It, it seems like an obvious one for people to blindly stick on their cooking, but it's probably one just to kind of steer clear of it. At such a short price. Yeah. So jumping back to championship, apologies. Uh, Kelly still four points clear after a draw with Morton last week. Our both missed their chance to close that gap a wee bit. Kelly played in Fermlin on Saturday, very short price at one to two. Then Fermlin are now six points clear of Queen of the South, but they've played a game more. And you're going to focus on Queen of the South for your bet from the championship this weekend. Yeah, I guess just on the championship, I think it was a point gain for Kelly on Friday night rather than two points dropped. I don't think they played well at all against Morton. Mm-hmm. They go back into yeah. the game. I, I, I just did not fancy Arbroath to go to Furhill and win. So very much in the driving seat still. Um, only four games left to go. Our Dundee double with Kelly and two singles is looking really good as well. So mm-hmm. hopeful we'll get a, a 24-point return on that over the next couple of weeks, which will be fantastic. But in terms of this match, the honeymoon period is well and truly over for Willie Gibson. Uh, the South have not, now lost five in a row. There's six points adrift, and for me, they'll be playing League One football next season. Um, Partick Thistle, their season's just kind of petered out. However, they've still got lots to play for. They are in the last playoff spot, three points ahead of Wraith Rovers who lost last night to Dunfermline 2-0. Uh, 5-4 to four for Thistle. It's, it's more of a value bet, really. Uh, mm. I'm not overly impressed by part of Thistle at the moment. I think they've chucked it a little bit, but they've got games to win to get into the playoffs and stay in the playoffs. And I think where they finish either third or fourth depends where they play and how they play, how many matches they play in the playoffs as such, in terms of home and away and yeah. stuff like that. So, all to play for for Thistle. Queen of the South, for me, I think are dead and buried. I just think the six-point gap now. Dunfermline are on the up. Yep. So, I don't, I don't think they'll catch Dunfermline or Ayr anymore, Queen, Queen of the South. So, this is more about Queen of the South being poor, rather than Patrick Thistle being good. But I'm yeah. happy to take the gamble on Thistle at 5-4. to four. Yeah, I think there must be a real fear at Furhill that they're going to miss out in the playoff places potentially. I don't think they will, but there's a, there's a, it could happen. They're only three points ahead yeah. of Wraith, but yeah. if they get three points here, then I think they should be okay. Considering we were talking about them being potential uh, title contenders, that was uh, short-lived. Three, four I weeks only ago. said yeah, that once. Short. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that bet is Thistle to win, and they are five to four. That's a Friday night game this week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be live on BBC Scotland. Okay, apologies for the very quick run-through uh, of the Scottish games this weekend. Just before I finish, anything else catching your eye this weekend, Greg? Um, not from from Scotland. I think there's opportunities, obviously, still in the lower leagues in England. We've got a couple of go-to teams. I think Serie A um, for cards. There's a few teams in Serie A that are just love a card. Uh, Roma, Calgary, um, Genoa all hitting two or three cars per match. So these are stuff that I'll be looking at and I'll be posting on the channel over the weekend. Okay, good stuff. Can you just give us a wee recap then of your bets this weekend? Yeah, so we've got Aberdeen to beat Ross County on Saturday at 5-6 and we've also got two bets from the Dundee Derby. So taking over two and two and a half Asian goals at 21-20. to 20. So it's half dates back if there's two goals. And also taking 
over over 3.5 cards in the Dundee Derby and the Edinburgh Derby. That pays 21 to 20 also for the double. Okay. And I'll no doubt have some sort of cards angle um, from both games in terms of player cards. Mm-hmm. Um, moving into the championship, I'm taking Partick Thistle to beat Queen of the South at 5-4. to four. Yeah, and I'll stick my neck out and go with that Celtic bet of over, oh sorry, nine or more corners at six to five at home against St Johnson. Okay, that's us for this weekend's podcast. Don't forget you can follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84 and you can join his private Telegram channel. Just visit gambler.co.uk for all the details of how to sign up there. And that's us for this weekend. Thank you very much for listening and best of luck with your bets. Thank you, good luck.